In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Denise Doherty, uh, prayers are especially asked for her today. This Mass today is a Requiem Mass for the repose of the soul of Peter Smith. And we send our very sincere condolences to Maria Gracia and also to Pete and Duncan and Mike and all the members of the family. Peter himself was a very, very good man, very quiet, very serene, uh, very sincere and very good. Today we thank God for the blessings that he has been to so many people in his life and we thank uh, God for the blessings that he gave to him and his life in so many ways too. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant Peter, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, where he met a Jew called Aquila, whose family came from Pontus. He and his wife Priscilla had recently left Italy because an edict of Claudius had expelled all the Jews from Rome. Paul went to visit them, and when he found them, he realised that they were tent makers of the same trade as himself, and he lodged with them, and they worked together. Every Sabbath, he used to hold debates in the synagogues, trying to convert Jews as well as Greeks. After Silas and Timothy had arrived from Macedonia, Paul devoted all his time to preaching, declaring to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. When they turned against him and started to insult him, he took his cloak and shook it out in front of them, saying, Your blood be on your own heads. From now on I can go to the pagans with a clear conscience. Then he left the synagogue and moved to the house next door that belonged to a worshipper of God called Judas, Justus. Crispus, president of the synagogue, and his whole household all became believers in the Lord. 
a great many Corinthians who had heard him became believers and were baptised. The Word of the Lord The Lord has shown his salvation to the nations. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord all the earth, ring out your joy. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, In a short time you will no longer see me, and then a short time later you will see me again. Then some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean? In a short time you will no longer see me, and then a short time later you will see me again. And I am going to the Father. What is this short time? We don't know what he means. Jesus knew that they wanted to question him, so he said, You are asking one another what I meant by saying, In a short time you will no longer see me, and then a short time later you will see me again. I tell you most solemnly, you will be weeping and wailing, while the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. The Gospel of the Lord. A few days ago we had that passage that we very often read on the occasion of funerals where Jesus himself tells his disciples that he's going away and that he will prepare a place for them in the Father's home. It's very clear after that that they don't know what he's talking about and they wonder probably whether he's talking about going away to another place, an earthly place. Um, But Jesus himself is speaking of something else and uh, at the end of that passage uh, the disciple asks Jesus how we get to that place, how we get to the Father's home and of course Jesus says that he is the way, the truth and the life. We hear something else of that kind of uncertainty today uh, that Jesus is speaking about something which clearly the apostles and disciples have no clear understanding of what he means, uh, going away, coming back again. Um, And it's clear that for most of us, if that was spoken about, then maybe we also would be confused as well. But clearly what Jesus is speaking about is something beyond the times in which he is in this moment. And of course, is looking forward to the resurrection itself, uh, his going away, and also his return as well to the disciples and the apostles. It's clear that after everything, after the resurrection and the ascension, and when they're reflecting on the words of Jesus, they return to these words 
uh, with greater clarity. We hear in this gospel passage uh, that Jesus says to them that they will be mourning and the world will rejoice. They will be sad, but then they will have joy again. I suppose in a certain sense those words uh, speak in all of our hearts as well. Uh, that sense in which the resurrection brings joy to our hearts. That sense in which uh, our Lord's promise uh, brings great hope into our life. Today as we celebrate this Mass, we do so with that faith and hope uh, in the resurrection itself. Uh, as we remember someone who's passed uh, from our life um, and today we especially remember him with great fondness. Uh, Peter himself uh, was known to very many of this congregation, uh, very many people in the town itself, but he was known probably in the same way as a very quiet man, a very reserved man, uh, very shy man in, in many ways too but a man with enormous talents and enormous gifts as well. Um, family uh, tell me of all of his interests in, in music and in knowledge and understanding, uh, that sense in which he appreciated these gifts of, uh, 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 that were given to him, um, that ability to, to listen and to enjoy music, that ability to explore with your mind the world and all things around about it, those simple joys of life itself, uh, family life and uh, amongst family and, and the joys that come uh, with that. And today I suppose we're, as we remember him, we're, we're remembering the great blessing that he has been uh, to his wife, to his children, to his grandchildren, to all family members and, and many people who met him over the course of his life, that gentleness and that kindness and that goodness that was very evident in his own life. So today we're thinking of of those blessings that, that come with life but also the blessings that come with a life to others as well. Today uh, we hear in the, the gospel that sense of the that there's mourning uh, isn't there uh, and sadness uh, when somebody leaves us. Uh, but the Christian gospel speaks of, of a joy that lies beyond that, uh, a joy in our hearts where we'll be reunited in the mercy and the love of God. And today it's those thoughts that, that are with us, um, um, the joy of a life, but also the joy uh, of God's love uh, for us and that other life that he gives us beyond this life. So today uh, we think very much of Peter uh, and we're thinking of the great graces and blessings that have come through his life to so many. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink.
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Peter, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave, you, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Peter, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, 
we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. O 
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Peter may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection for us in these days. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail, our life, our sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send four sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. And we remember Peter in our prayers today. Eternal rest, grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. And may his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth. The Mass is ended.